If you enjoy our show, spread the love wherever you listen by rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing, all that good stuff to help us get ourselves out there. And with that said, let's start the show. I'm O'Day. That's Vicky. I'm me. You're you. We are we. Oh my God, that was so <laughs> corny. Right? The You, Me, oh We goodness. podcast. And welcome back to another episode. Vicky, how are you doing on this beautiful Sunday afternoon? Is it beautiful outside? Yeah. I, you good. know, I have not been outside the whole day, right? You should go outside more. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it is really nice outside. So shout out to those of you who are enjoying this. Uh, we're recording this Labor Day weekend. Right? Yes. Not the usual Labor Day weekend. Well, being from Brooklyn, not the usual Labor Day weekend vibe, but being in Jersey the past God knows how many Labor Days. This I guess is the usual. This is the regular Labor, Labor Day. Day weekend. Not even Jersey, just Perth Amboy. Perth Amboy. Mm-hmm. For you guys, your turn up weekend would be like sometime in like August when you have the the. For Dominicans, yeah. That's your turn up. Mm-hmm. I remember. Like our I, summer turn up. I remember I moved to Amboy that weekend and I came home from a gig and I was like, oh, let me go take some of stuff, some of my stuff over to the new apartment. It's about three or four in the morning. Nobody's going to be up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a four-year-old child running around the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> somebody, weekend, in yes. their, somebody in their backyard has like the same DJ dance floor lights as me in their backyard. Yeah. Party. <laughs> so you're good, Vicky? Yeah, I'm good. How about you? I am doing good. Chill, you know. Spent some time last night. Shout out to all of our listeners, friends, and family. Spent some time last night going through some of our YouTube comments. And we're going to do a better job. We're going to try to do a better job of responding to our YouTube comments and interacting with all of you on YouTube. So shout out to you um, if you've been leaving comments on our YouTube. So, yeah, did that last night. It was fun. Good. Now, what are we talking about today, Vicky? So today we're talking about toxic behavior in our friends and how we may have had toxic behavior ourselves Maybe. i want to speak we, past tense. Uh, no. i know i have i don't <laughs> all days in denial <laughs> and he thinks he doesn't have any toxic behaviors what I, I i think only because i guess that word is i mean i feel like the word's always been around but am i wrong in saying it's become more of a, a buzzword the past couple years like you're in a toxic relationship. Oh, he's toxic. He's toxic for you. We're toxic together. You know what word I hate? What? Okay. Buzzword. Oh, buzzword. Buzzword I is a buzzword. Hate that word. <laughs> Why? It's so stupid. No, I, I think it it, it properly ex- explains like those types of words. Yeah, but you sound like a douchebag when you say them. If you say that's such a buzzword, you sound like an ass. What would you say other than buzzword? To properly identify what you're talking about or to explain buzzwords. <laughs> I would say, oh, that's a really hot topic right now or something. And people who say buzzwords, you just sound like a douchey marketing person. Like that's exactly that's all marketing people. And you know what? I, I feel like I have the same view on hot topic. And the reason why uh, with some of the podcasts I've worked with recently, when going over what they want to do, that word always comes up. Oh, do we want to talk? Like, do we want to do a segment on hot topics? I feel like hot topic is also where I would be like. So I guess so annoyed when I hear that hot topic. Well, it's the same annoyance with buzzword. Okay. 
Okay, so would you say toxic? I think people are finally labeling things. Properly? Yeah, and maybe that's why the word is getting overused. What is toxic? Be- what is toxic behavior? Right? Yeah. Like, what's toxic behavior from our friends that we... No, not the behavior itself, but what, what, would, what makes a behavior toxic, in your opinion? When it doesn't benefit you. And them? Well, I'm. Well, you said what makes something toxic for me. I'm saying what oh, no, doesn't no, no. benefit okay. no, no. me. What I was saying was, in, what's your definition of a behavior being toxic? Well, I guess. That's I'll, what I just said. Something that does not benefit me. Okay. Like, and keeping it around my life takes away from my life. That's something that's toxic. I'm trying to think, a time. That I've been toxic. So, with that definition of... What? Go what, ahead. What was that for? Well, are we not talking about the... Pa- wow. You know what? You go first. You were speaking. Or were you going to finish my sentence for me of times when I've been toxic? No. I, I, you were speaking. Uh-huh. And you gave a look. I did. I gave a look. I had a quick conversation with myself, and I wrapped it up. And now let's, I'm let's, back here. <laughs> let's bring the conversation... Can you... Have this conversation with us. I'm interested. Before we continue, I'm interested in what I this conversation was. I think this is a was. conversation. With a therapist? That, yes. <laughs> We're not there yet. Okay. We're not there yet with y'all. So I'm still trying to think of like some uh, a specific like toxic behavior. Not saying I wasn't toxic at times with friendships or relationships, but I do remember just a behavior that uh, I guess was a bad like characteristic of, of mine and I remember one of my friends the way he approached it so I guess this is more towards like your friends pretty much addressing you when you're being toxic or when, when you're behaving in a way that they're like yo I need to tell him about him or her about but this. how do you tell people no, no, they're being toxic because that's what we're talking about like we're talking about how do you tell a friend that you're being that they're being toxic okay so here's, so with the same example. And then we started talking about, like, well, how would one of our friends, have our friends told us that we're being toxic? Or what would, in which way would we have appreciated or even listened or taken in what they were telling us about our toxic behavior? So using that same example I was, men- I, I was about to mention, the, it was, I was, um, I was on a train with my friend, my friend uh, Dwayne, and I was just talking a lot. All right, I was just rambling on about something but I was rambling on and his approach to me in that situation not saying it was a toxic situation but just his approach to me as as a friend he literally turned to me and was like yo shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) I was like wait what I'm thinking I said something wrong he's like no you're just talking a lot he's like yo just shut up (laughs) like stop talking which makes me think like I guess depending on who you are or who that person is going back to what you said last uh last episode or I think it was two episodes ago uh I think depending on the person, the friendship, you might appreciate them approaching it that way. That whole, like, honest, rip the Band-Aid off, bold, uh, uh, profanity-laced way of just really checking you and telling you to, like, chill and check yourself, uh, depending on who that person is. I think I'm the opposite. Or, or, or you respond to better, I guess. I think I'm the opposite. I think that if I don't care, if I don't have... If I don't care about maintaining a relationship with you mm-hmm. or creating one or anything like that, I'm going to I'm going to be like, 
hardcore, profanity-laced, super-duper true about whatever I'm going to tell you. Like, okay. I'm going to okay. deliver it in a way that I don't care if I make you cry or if I, like, you know, hurt your feelings and I made you feel bad you about yourself. If you don't care about me. If I don't care about you, I'm going to deliver it as not purposely hurtful, but I just know that it, the basic way that I thought it is the exact same way I'm going to deliver it. Mm. Like, like if I, the reason why I say that is because I remember in high school, this girl, I, I'll never forget it. It was in biology class and I'm standing at the front of the class. Mm -hmm. The class was leaving and she stood there and she started talking to me and I just turned around and I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? Like, I don't care what you have to say. Like, get the fuck out of my face. And why you did your face Stop like talking that? to me. <laughs> I literally was like, can you just stop Joke. talking to me? Like, you see me, don't talk to me. I don't care about anything you have to say to me. I don't, I don't care. And I literally was like, get the fuck out of my way. Like, keep it pushing. And of course, ever since then, she hated me. Uh. And again, I never cared. And to this day, <laughs> I still don't care that I spoke to her that way because I did not care about her. Um, but I feel like if if you are someone that I care about, I want to deliver it as gently as possible mm -hmm. because I know that I can be really harsh with my choice of words. You? Really? Not me. Come I know. On. It's so hard to believe. But because I know that I'm already seen. And so, like, I start taking all things into account. Like, because I know I'm seen a certain way um, and... I want to make sure that I'm delivering this in the best light. I overthink of how to say things. And I think what happens to me is that I just kind of am like, I'll just, I'll just have you back, y'all. Like, whichever way you go about this toxic-ass behavior, I'm going to just sit back and let you write it out. <laughs> but isn't that you encouraging it? It's not me encouraging it because I'm like, I'm not like, yes, do that. You should do that. Even Jump though, off that bridge, girl. Yeah, like, 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 no, no, no. Go you after that should, man that don't want you. <laughs> like, no, you should stay with a guy that got another girl pregnant while you guys yeah. were together. Like, no, you should stay with him. Yeah, you, like, me, that's not, I would never say that. I would just be like, <laughs> You know, well, you do what you think is best. And then I just fall back. And then when I feel like they're coming into that realization of something that I wanted to say, that's when I start going like, girl, yes. Oh, my God. I'm so happy you got here because, because you know, this is another level. You just needed to see this on your own. But in my head, I'm like, <laughs> finally. And then when that does happen, they're like, why didn't you all tell me? <laughs> it's because, you know, it's hard to deliver that kind of message. Or like, because they ain't none of my business. Or you need to learn for yourself or. Uh, I do think that some lessons, no matter how many people, how many times people tell you, you have to go through them yourself mm -hmm. because there's just certain like. I don't It's hard to, to say, like. I was speaking with a friend yesterday and she was saying how people would always tell her, like, yo, make sure that no guy does this. And if a guy starts acting like this, it's because of this and whatever. Mm. And she's like, you know, I've heard other people's advice, but the truth is, is that these are kind of the, one of those things that I need to know how it feels to have a pit in my stomach telling me, you know, a knot in my stomach telling me like, yo, something ain't right. And to know that next time I have that feeling about someone, <laughs> I know that I'm not being crazy because like she's like, there's just certain behaviors like like your your energy. People can read your energy. Mm -hmm. And so like you if like if. If you know something's not right, 
no one can explain to you how that feeling of something not being right is. It's just a, a feeling that you over time learn that if you have this feeling, it's because you know something's not right. Those are things that people can't tell you. You have to learn those things. Why are we so stubborn? Because that is, am I wrong in saying that's a stubborn behavior? or that? I don't think it's a stubborn. That's what I'm saying. I think that's one of those lessons you have to learn on your own. I can't tell you. There's no way that I can tell Kalau. Like, people can tell. I, I can tell Kalau a million times, like, you know, you'll just feel something. You'll just yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. you'll feel it in your stomach that something's not right. But what if he doesn't feel it in his stomach? Like, what if that's not the way that he would translate that feeling? Oh, my goodness. I just thought of the most perfect example. Girl, go ahead. <laughs> when I would ask, so how do contractions feel? And the lady was like, oh, like your muscles tense up, you know, they tense up really whatever. And then it kind of like your body relaxes and then they just tense <laughs> and then your body relaxes. That sounds easy. And then when I <laughs> when I was having contractions and all day's like, you are you having contractions? I'm like, no, because the lady told me that mm. my body will tense and then it will relax. That's what she was telling me. But if she would have told me that it just feels like a super intense cramps. Mm-hmm. Then I would have known. Oh, oh, damn! I think I'm I'm having contractions. I think I'm in labor. But because she explained that the way that she, hopefully that lady had a kid. It's, to this day, if she had kids, then she had the most best contractions. <laughs> but if she would have described it a little better, I possibly may have known what it felt like. But until you don't experience it, you're, you're not gonna know about. what contractions feel <laughs> like. So that it's one of those things like. You just have to know how a feeling is. And I, I just feel like you can give your friend going down a toxic ass path all the advice in the world and some things you're just going to have to be like, so write it out, sis. You need to learn how it feels to know that feeling. But here's where I contradict that argument. <laughs> Go ahead. You can, you got to let your friends write it out so they know what that feeling is. Okay. But like after the third, the fourth, the fifth relationship, like girl, you get this feeling every time in the relationship. Let it go. The lesson has been learned. You need to apply it. So there is, there does come a time when you have, okay. Yeah, you just need to learn the lesson. That's it. Okay. I know that when I feel this, things are not right. Not like, okay. I, you know, even though I felt this with every guy, it was just something different. Like, you find more excuses to kind of, like, justify yeah, the yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, the feeling's the feelings. It, I would say... It, it is what it is. Don't be mad at your friends that gave you the warnings, gave you the, the honest advice about when you're 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 uh, either being toxic or you are accepting toxic behavior mm-hmm. in a toxic relationship. Don't be mad at those friends that when you do finally get the feeling and realize it, they're like, yo, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, I feel like that happens, too. Where the friends would be like... You know what? I feel like I would allow them to vent up to a certain time. So, like, maybe five minutes? I feel like that's the natural (laughs) process of a relationship. Like, all right, I'm going to let you... You know, depending on Mm -hmm. how long you guys were together, I'm going to let you mourn them and talk about them, whatever. But there does definitely come a time when it's like, yo, just shut the fuck up. Like, nobody cares. Mm. What What approach would you want from me? 
Like, how would you want me to tell you, yo, you're being toxic? Uh, In the past, how would you have preferred I address you being toxic? Like, you are straight up, like, you are straight up snorting cocaine every night. How do you want me to tell you? I I, I, I figure we go to the extreme. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, the snorting cocaine equivalent of some kind of toxic behavior. How would you want me as your partner, or put me in any in any role? Me that as your brother. That was a little bro- hard because that's drugs and. Okay. Um, I don't know what's a toxic. Oh, hanging around a friend that's like just a trash person. Yeah. How should your partner? Okay, not just for you. That how is should a good one because I have been the person that that was warned about. Oh yeah, you mentioned that yeah. before. Um, how should you approach your partner when they are? Uh, when they have a toxic friend. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, when they're entertaining a toxic friendship. I think that your partner deserves the hard truth. But this is, this is the, I think that where that becomes the issue is that usually the, that friend is probably like a, the childhood friend. That's, that friend is the best friend. That friend is the sister. <laughs> that friend is the brother. I think that's when it becomes complicated because here you are telling them, yo, this person isn't good for you or for your life. But you're telling me, literally, you're telling me my... Somebody I call a brother, somebody who, has, who, in my opinion, has been there for me through the good times and the bad times. Somebody who I wouldn't be with you if they hadn't given the code sign, but you're telling me that person's bad for me? You know? I think that just having a straight-up conversation, like, I think, and not, not centering it on how the friend needs to change because the friend is the friend and that's who they are and they're mm-hmm. not really in the relationship. But I think that you need to come with strong arguments as to why you find them toxic and how that is affecting them, which in turn is affecting the relationship and how mm. your concerns. Well played. Because you don't want to <laughs> seem like you're attacking them. Yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. come at it. If the therapist heard the podcast, he'd be very proud of, proud right now. I was going to say, you want to come fighting for the solution. You want to be mindful. I'm, I'm just throwing the words. You want to be solution based. You know, you, know, you know what we're doing right now? You're th- we're throwing out buzzwords. <laughs> <laughs> We're throwing out buzzwords that therapist, that our therapist has thrown at us. Um, I, I think I think that if you come with the solution based, yeah, but with the approach of it's affecting the relationship mm. as opposed to attacking them for having that friend or attacking yeah. their friend, which will then have them just going to defense mode. So definitely avoid the whole like, yo, hanging out with her. Look at how you be acting. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. That's yeah, when yeah. that's that's asking. For no one to get. says, oh my god, you're so right. When <laughs> someone says that, everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fight me. Yeah, <laughs> that's fighting energy right there. I I definitely remember, and it, this goes back to like the type of relationship you have with somebody and how they can talk to you. Uh, I have these two friends who they're they're like they're like brothers. They like they, they were tight. And one was friends with the other's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And first, well, I can. They, they were all just friends. They were all just friends. Okay. And one. They is, were all friends. Yeah. Two started dating. Yeah, two started. Two started dating, and one is just a friend of both. But he's also a good friend of the girl. Uh, so he holds her dear, close to him, like a, like a sister kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the one who was dating her wasn't you know wasn't the best boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I think he straight up like, you know, as a friend was like, yo, treat her right. Like, you know, one, I'm not going to snitch on you, but stop with this BS behavior. Like, mm-hmm. stop stop being toxic to her and to yourself. Treat her right. 
And to the point where it was like, it was on something like, if you don't, like, we're going to have problems. And eventually they did have problems because he, he straight up like fought the guy. Like, That's yo, a good friend. I'm going to punch you in your face if you don't treat her right. That's a good friend. <sighs> what about that? No, no, no. no. It, I, 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 I'm wondering, I guess because of the friendship. Well, it sounded from the start, it sounded like the friend he held most dear was the girl. And and you know what? And, and it wasn't. It, it was just like a. It, 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 if one is the friend and the other one is like a sister, it's obvious that the girl is. No. Well, okay. Let me be more clear. I feel like his his approach to him was on some like because I hold you so close to me like a brother. I would I will literally fight you and beat you up until you act right. I don't like those being caught in those. Caught in what? Like. Like where two of your closest friends start dating, Are dating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh my god. But I feel like I feel like honestly, even if even if she wasn't a close friend, there's those situations where like, yo, like, just because I want you to be a stand up guy, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna like beat the toxic out of you, or like verbally mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, like I like 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 don't do your family wrong. Don't do. And I know situations like that where guys have been like will get on their boy who is just not what kind be... of circle of friends do you got no we are, we all know some people who are just no i mean like who are these stand-up citizens that are like you must live right and live true there's some good people out there okay contrary to some people's belief there are some good men good women out there who are literally no baggage, no, no, no trauma, no trauma, no. And that no is a drama. yo. You see the lines. Everyone got baggage. Okay, 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 it's okay. It's just okay. the let, level let me, of baggage. No, 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 no. No, I don't think so. It's not even nice. Yes, it is. No, no. Let, let me explain. I kind of agree with you. Everyone has baggage. Some of us, uh, no matter what the level, some of us are just better at uh, addressing our baggage. Some of us are better at carrying it as we carry it. It are we as, as we carry them into new relationships, into new situations, while some of us don't know how to do that, and we will literally take our baggage and say, "Can you hold this for me?" True. <laughs> while some of us, everyone has baggage, but some everyone of us, has baggage. some of us just know how to carry it better. Some of us knew that to, to put some our baggage, take their bags and stuff it in yeah. the closet. <laughs> while some of us walk through the airport, dragging it, while some of us have the wheels that are that are three sixty wheels, so we are able to smoothly walk through the airport and turn okay. our luggage. You like that analogy? Yeah, that was cool, right? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Where were we? You went off on a tangent about baggage. I was trying to find a good um, analogy. I was trying to get to it. How how would you like me to let you know when you're being toxic? How would I like to be told or, or told by you specifically? By me. I don't want you to tell me nothing. <laughs> Why? No, no, no. Um, Actually, I think that's a little true, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, I would... I, I think, knew it. I think in a relationship situation... I would want that. Okay, I'll answer your question directly. With you and I, I think I am more responsive to to uh, the, the example you gave. The way that it doesn't come off like you're attacking. I would rather, which, but I do want some of that blunt honesty in there. Mm-hmm. I do want to be put in a situation where I can't debate what you're saying, where I can't debate that, yo, you're, damn, she's right. Like, I, I do kind of want that, but I want to be eased into it. Okay. <laughs> Don't attack me. Don't put me on the defensive. Uh, I'm not saying you do that. I am. I'm not saying you. <laughs> I, I think that if even if I did that, you would automatically be in the defensive. 
Mm. Which is why I said ease into it. I feel like I am the kind of person that when it comes to you and I, I do need to kind of be uh, bamboozled in or like put in the corner, but yet still put in the corner with a, with a pillow behind me. Like, oh, I'm going to back you into the corner, but ease you into it. Does that make sense? <laughs> sure. You know, because I know that, but, but I agree with you. I, I know I do get defensive, even when you're talking to me calmly, even, though, even when you're trying to explain. But there have been times here and there where you've, You've just done it just right. You you spoke to me just right, and you would catch me like getting defensive, and then you would kind of reword what you're saying, or you would kind of stop me right there and be like, "Oh, before you get defensive, here's what I'm trying to say." So I I I, I know with you, I do need to be coddled a little bit when you're when you're telling me about myself, and that's because I care about you and your opinion. Just say yes for the cameras. Sure. <laughs> and for the for the therapy session, we'll just be honest. <laughs> I'm like, let me jot down what I really want to say. Anyways. <laughs> Have you ever... Been a toxic friend? Hell no, fucking no, yes. No, no, no. We all have examples. What... Have you... No, no, I think the answer is yes. I was going to say, have you ever been in a situation where it's like... Like, like have you felt guilty of not Telling somebody like, yo, yeah, you know, it's like you want to tell him or her like, yo, they need to yeah. hear this. But, but you're like, you know what? It's not my place or they're going to be offensive. Or, or sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to deal with the aftermath of telling you about yourself. And have you like felt guilty in, about in a, it? No, no. Like, is there I, any guilt when they finally I feel implode? guilty about the fact that I placed myself over them. Mm, okay. Okay. I've weighed my options like, yo, keep it 100% with you right now in a time where you need it because you're not seeing things. Or sit back and mind my damn business and continue on with my life on the sidelines of the shit show. I have absolutely done that. And I always feel guilty about doing that. About not as well as like feeling guilty when they when they finally implode. Yeah, because I feel like maybe if I told them, I don't think that it would stop this moving train, but I think mm. it would have slowed it down a little bit. Maybe it would have it would have stretched out. But then sometimes I'm like, eh, who gives a fuck? Like, it imploded. We're here. The mm. point was for, to get you here. So whether you had to do it on your own or I got you here or whatever. But to me, I just, from life experiences of myself, mm. I have seen certain stories play out exactly the same amongst, you know, a variety of my friends, including myself. And I think that I'm at that age where I'm like, I already know how this story ends. So I'm going to just sit on the side and, you know, go on the, go on the, um, what's that called? On the sideline? No, on the on that roller coaster I'll just sit on the roller coaster with you <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know and then I'll just wait till everything blows up cause have it will you, have you or and that way I don't have to insert myself ever in this drama have you or anyone listening have you ever lost a friend because they honestly pushed you away because when they finally did the situation finally did implode they literally blamed you 
for not looking out for them, for not telling them earlier what you what you noticed and what you saw. I feel like that happened. Your friend was like, I feel Yo. like I feel like that probably has happened to me, and mm. I've probably done that to other people. You pushed them away because you felt like, yo, y'all, you should have been there to tell I me don't, not to. I can't say for certain, but uh, I'm gonna just put myself out there and say probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I probably, I probably done it. I've only, I've only been mature for like <laughs> the last six months, so I'm pretty sure I've done that. Like that's, I'm a, Those are one of those like I don't even know, but I'm gonna just chalk it up to the answer is yes. I feel like that's somewhere that, that, there. That's the, I don't want someone to listen to be like, bitch. You did that to me. I feel like that's no, a good... No, you're like, I've never done that. I feel like that's a good uh, uh, self-reflection for everyone to do. At what age or what period of my life can I honestly say, okay, that is when I, I matured? Because we all... You know what's my problem, though? Like, I'm matured. You are mature or you say you matured? I've, I, I'm, I'm mature. Okay. But there's still parts of me that I'm like... Like, I I can easily just tap back into that. But I think the maturity uh, aspect is you at least acknowledging that that's mature. What I was gonna get at was that I'm sure all of us at like 21 we felt yo I am mature, and now we're like what the hell was I no, thinking? I knew I was, and then when we were 25 we were like yo now I am mature. I know for a fact the stuff I was. I know for a fact the 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 i guess where i was headed at that time and i and i felt i was mature enough to embrace what i was going through at that time i was like no i was not <laughs> i honestly feel like i'm a, I, I was mature <laughs> when i hit my 30s that's when i was i was mature okay, so i don't feel late to the party <laughs> but i felt like my 20s i was still stereotypical 20s but i swore you like were not though i you, Again, this goes back to what we said. Well, you were one of the stereotypes of the 20s, of 20-year-olds. Because I feel like there's um, there's different types of 20-year-olds. You were, Explain. You were, you have like the wild child 20-year-olds. <laughs> okay. Um, so wild child. You have, you have the ones that literally study and work their entire 20s. And then they start walling out in their 30s. That's like the people who have kids when they're teenagers. And then by the time they're like 35, so while they're like the 20s. party begins because, bitch, I'm done having kids. I'm out. And meanwhile, all their friends are like, I just had my second kid or I just had my mm -hmm. first kid. So there's the 9 to 5 20s. There's the wild child 20s. No, not 9 to 5, but like no, they're, no, 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 they I'm study all them. the time. The I'm school, just calling them that. They literally school, school, school. And right after school, they just work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give them like a a, a, a a name. So they're the nine to fivers. There's the wild child 20. Is there one more category of 20 year olds? Then there's the I had a college experience. Now it's time to settle down 20s. That's you. <laughs> okay. That's those people. Yeah. That's y'all. Like you're, like you're, some you're saying that in like a negative way. <laughs> I'm saying it in a laughable way, yeah. Oh, that that helps. Uh, you know why? Because because you, you because in your 30s, you realize like, yo, what the fuck was I thinking trying to get married at 24, 25, 26? This is why because because when you're a when you're like 12, mm -hmm. like at least for girls, like, oh, so how do you want you know like what do you imagine in your future? You're like. 
Um, so I'm done with college by like this age. I should be buying my first house when I'm like 23, 24. <laughs> you know, I should be getting married and having kids. And I should be done with kids by the time I'm like 28. You know, when you're a teenager, it just seems like, oh, I got, you know, like by my 20s, I got, yeah. I'm wrapping this shit up. I'm done. I'm, I'm setting it down and I'm, it's whatever. But then when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And then I feel like the people who um, have their fun but then go to settle, those are the people that were, that were they're still trying to like make their like early teenage timeline still happen mm-hmm. and then they get to their 30s and they're like yo what the fuck was i thinking like <laughs> i was not like i have it all together even the people that did get married in their 20s i feel like for some reason i just feel like 30s just kind of like brings on like a new set of eyes yeah, yeah and yeah, you're yeah. like how and I, even the people that got that did that are your version of the 20s that did end up getting married and you know mm-hmm. they're still married or whatever i'm pretty sure somewhere in their 30s they're like the midlife crisis <laughs> no not midlife crisis i feel like they're like how the hell did i do that i was so young what was i thinking like oh uh, you know if they're still married of course mm. it's like that's awesome you know you're still in in a decision you made from your 20s but I feel like the most part of people is like, girl, I still live at home. Like, I ain't nobody trying mm. to get married, you know? So I feel like you were you were in those. You were in, mm. the, in that crew. Like, you hit your mid-20s and you're like, all right, time to settle time down. To, time to wrap it up. Then years later, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> long story short. That was exactly the point I was making. Long story short, don't let your toxic friends be toxic. You, you know why? Because then... Because then you internalize their toxicity. Exactly. You, it's true. You are your brother and sister's keeper to an extent. Let them. Let them. Yeah. Play. Yeah. What was the word? Give them. Give them enough. Sometimes give them enough rope to, you know, um, do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, hold on to it and reel them back in when it's time to be, to be like, "Are you good now? <laughs> yeah. You good? Did you learn? Did you get the feeling? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. Let's 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 let, let's answer some questions, Vicky. <laughs> okay. So again, we always encourage people to uh, partake in this little exercise. With the there's so many games out there, so many versions of this activity where you just kind of ask your partner, your friends, your family members certain questions that will show you how much you actually do or don't know about them. And we do this every episode. So, Vicky, let me pick a. Let us both pick a card. Oh my goodness! What is what is going on? Is this just a whole pile of this? You want to just go with what what cards on top? We'll, we'll we'll randomize. Yeah. Well, actually, technically, they're already random. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go with the top two cards, and to the point where we won't put back since it's the yeah we won't put back. Yeah. I'll go first, Vicky. Wow. Vicky. Ooh. I guess this applies to you, I guess. This applies to you when I ask this question. It'll make sense when I ask it. What do you think I see in you that others don't? My passion. Mm. Just going to go back to therapy session and pick one thing that I said. Okay, cool. I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. What question you got? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. What's one experience you wish we shared but didn't? And Why? Here, so you don't ask me to repeat it because you always do. What's one experience 
that I wish we shared, but we didn't. Why? I have my easy answer. No. No. <laughs> I was going to joke and say, getting married. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, I do wish we shared it. <laughs> Why? Because we would have been married. And you know, it would have been uh, interesting. <laughs> it would have been interesting. <laughs> but we did agree that <laughs> the best thing was that we yeah. did not get married. Uh, I think no, th- that might be it. That might be it. Uh, okay. Know, pick no, something no, no, that's I, not as obvious. One experience that I wish we did share but didn't. And I know it's easier for me to say as as a man who would never be in your role or in a role of a woman when it comes to giving birth. I do kind of wish we had that natural birth experience. Yeah. The the pushing and 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 why and, and seeing Kalak because it's, it's what you grew up seeing. It's what you grew up hearing about the whole like seeing your baby come out. Not even that, but 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 being there next to the next to the mother while uh, while she's breathing and doing the whole like. <laughs> Okay, breathe, honey, breathe. Okay, keep pushing, keep pushing. While for me and you, it's like, hey, how you feel? You good? And and, and you're there all drugged up, like, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was, and we're like, oh, you done? <laughs> so I do yeah, kind of wish we I had that experience. I think that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. That is a better I know, answer. It, it is a good answer because it was my answer. I can't stand you. I'm just speaking facts. <laughs> Uh, before we go, as always, let's highlight some positives uh, in a, at a time when things might be not so positive. For some, we figured we would always end every episode highlighting some of the positive things or people that we are either that we've either noticed or just want to shout out. What or you, just positives about ourselves. Just positive positives about ourselves, which leads me to my positive. If you don't mind me start starting first. Well, I mean, you already did. It's too late to ask. You're right. The, sh- the positive shout out I want to give is actually you, Vicky. Me? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Because. Hold on. Let me pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to sh- I want to shout you out as my positive uh, for the week because. With school starting up and a lot of parents at home trying to figure out what, you know, what it's going to look like. Uh, of course, for those of you who have been listening, we're, we decided to keep our son home. Vicky has dived into that whole, to this whole, ex, this whole, uh, what's the word? I don't even know what to call it. Homeschooling. This parenting. whole homeschooling uh, adventure to make sure that Kalel does not m- skip a beat or miss anything. We loved the daycare that he was attending. Yeah. Unfortunately, we decided to keep him home. And starting next week, starting, you know, uh, right on time when he would have started back in school, Kalel, Kalel thanks to Vicky, has a whole program, like, set up. Has his day schedule where he's going to be learning things that he would have been learning in school. Well, not starting next week because when we air this, he would have already started. Yeah, yeah. So, Kalel has, so thanks to Vicky, Kalel has this whole homeschooling curriculum ready to mm, go curriculum. including snacks including playtime including to be honest things he probably wouldn't be learning <laughs> yeah because no I I, I I don't know if i'm wrong you you are kind of like he is kind of like in ap daycare now <laughs> yeah 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 so to be honest i'm doing a kindergarten curriculum yeah so to be honest when everything works out and we get back to normal because going to be ahead thanks to Hopefully. all the hard work that you have put in. Oh, thank you. Uh, I will be teaching music class and... Well, you didn't pencil ju- that into the schedule. I'll be teaching so. um, media arts. I'll do media arts and outdoor gym. <laughs> that would be me. So, yeah, you are you are the positive that I want to uh, highlight 
this week oh, thank you. and all of the hard work you have put into ensuring that Kalel is not missing a beat when it comes to homeschooling. Homeschooling is brand new to both of us. Yeah. And to see you put together a full program uh, where he's just learning everything he will be learning, it, it's amazing. And I want to applaud you for that. I think it's, it, it's, it's commendable. And that goes back to what you said. One of the things I've always seen in you that you have been consistent with is passion. Oh, thanks. Wow, look at you bringing full circle. You all smooth. I do this radio thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go ahead. Um, so my highlight is actually no. Oh, I thought we were doing a thing. Okay. No. Go you ahead. didn't discuss that off air. All right, I'm gonna edit that, take it out, switch it with a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, uh, my highlight is um, I'm doing kind of like an accountability check-in with these two girls. Okay. Um, Jill, which I always talk about her, and um, Cesarina. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 So I do accountability check-in, and they kind of like, we share our goals with each other, and we check in every day about the day before. Mm-hmm. And we just give each other encouragement. Like, yo, come on, you've fallen off of this. Like, give me this at least today. And... Mm-hmm. It's it's I did it I did it a long time ago. Um that whole check-in thing. Yeah. But for some reason, I feel like September always means like okay, we're starting fresh, we're starting new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a all right, get in the get in yeah, the zone yeah. to wrap up that wrap up the year which we are all very anxious to do. <laughs> um yep. so screw 2020. Yeah. So we are so excited and uh-huh. I well, I am so excited about this kind of accountability crew and you know, that's my highlight. I think everyone should have their little accountability crew with their goals. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I have I have one. I know I should be yours, but whatever. It's a conversation for another day. Hmm. That that is that, is that a whole topic? Is that a whole conversation? That's a conversation. Should your partner be in? Yes. Should, should your partner yes. be your main? Well, yes. I feel like that's the obvious. They should be your main accountability coach or accountability. Uh, yes, they're partner. doing life with you. Yeah, yeah. They should be your main one. But that's a topic you, for another day. Okay. I was going to say, you definitely need an external one to make sure they're holding you accountable for your relationship and how you're being and not being toxic. Look at us going full circle. High five. Who's the external one? For me, my accountability group that I'm in, like we don't just talk about like our goals and passions. We talk about like how we are as family. We are like totally recording another episode. No, no, no. But you got what, what I'm saying though? Let's save it for the podcast. So your account, wait, hold on. See, see you know what? That's savior for no, the podcast. No, this is a good example. Uh, those memes y'all see when y'all be like, um, girls on girls night out and y'all in a party and, and, and men on guys night and we're all, all together praying. That's facts. Because here, here I am in my accountability ring holding each other accountable for who we are as men, as fathers, as, 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 as brothers, as husbands. And y'all aren't even addressing that in your accountability ring, how you are as a wife, a mother. You I'm just, not a wife. And thank you all for tuning in to this episode <laughs> of the You, Me, Yo, you petty as hell. <laughs> the I'm You, not even a fiance Me, We. <laughs> you know what your ring is? No, I don't. I've Yo, already I, told you can this. Can I end the show? Can I end? <laughs> I was ready to end the show a long time ago. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the You, Me, We podcast.